0: You're listening to Year Disrupted. What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 21 of the podcast, Year Disrupted,
1: where our mission is to encourage and inspire people to live and work abroad through practical tips, actionable insight, and, of course, real-life stories. I'm your host, Gabrielle, and I'm joined here with my co-host, Abi.
0: Hell Yeah. So, before we start today's uh, episode, we just want to take a moment to talk about everything that's going on in the world and especially in our country of the US of A. Yeah. I'm sure everyone is aware of this by now. Um, There's been protests and riots all across the country and also in, in cities all across the world because of the killing of George Floyd and all the police brutality that's taken place in america forever okay. i guess yeah so we just want to take a moment to address that that this is um, a really important issue for us and racism is is very real being a person of color i've experienced racism in america and uh, i know a lot of friends a lot of my best friend who happens to be black has to deal with this shit every day and in what we see on occasional viral videos is, mm-hmm. is a reality for a lot of people of color in America. So it's important that that we take this moment to understand what other people are going through mm-hmm. and understand their side of the story and understand that these riots are a symptom of a systematic problem. They're not a cause. The cause is a system that is been designed to systematically oppress people of color and cause division in the country
1: yeah and uh, it's painful for us to watch abroad certainly um, again like we don't have all the answers it's everybody I'm, I'm I'm happy to see that there I see more people coming together than than dividing over this but it's hard for us to watch from abroad um especially with personal experiences or with with family members with loved ones who you know while this is a wave right now this is a current event this is a media shitstorm but i think it's important to realize that for many people this is their lives um and it it especially hits home for me as um having a younger brother who is black he is adopted um from Haiti so he's a Haitian-American. He's not an African-American like he's been called many times. But, um, you know, at the age of 10, he has dealt with more racism and even police at this point than I have in my entire life and probably ever will have. So, you know, there there is a white privilege involved with not ever having to experience what it feels like to be discriminated against or judged or or even, you know, any anything or even violence or judgments cast against you just simply because of the, the color of your skin. So we don't have the answers, um, but we do hope and we want to be part of a new wave, a new movement. So we just hope when the dust settles um, that things don't go back to normal. Exactly. That there can maybe be a new normal and that um, this could be a new era. So yeah.
0: This shit has been going on for way too long. Mm-hmm. And just to see that the I can't breathe movement was mm-hmm. six years ago. Yeah. And the fact that all that is still happening today, um, it's just it's just sad to see. Mm-hmm. So we are doing our part to to spread the message and, and to donate to charities, whatever we can do while we are away from home. Uh, yeah. And we would ask everyone you know, to please educate yourself on this topic more if you are a a person who is white and who's never experienced police brutality or just racism, please try to understand the side of story from, from people who have experienced mm-hmm. it, And please just don't go around saying all lives matter. When someone goes saying black lives matter, yes, all lives matter. But right now it's the black lives that, that need to be protected because they are being hurt more.
1: And I think it's, it's getting to a point where we're it's clear the underbelly of america Mm -hmm. now is the same as it was 400 years ago there's racism just sewn into the fabric of our country so you know it's i'm so happy to see everyone express their solidarity we will be posting some links if you're interested in donating we will be donating to these causes as well especially because we're not at home and we cannot protest Um, but i think another part is is calling people out honestly on bullshit when you see it i'm not i'm not saying you have to become a troll um but i've had some uncomfortable altercations with white people i've heard just literally say the n-word in front of me yeah and in front of somebody else of color and i know it's like easier to maybe just be like oh okay like like just don't say anything but say something you know if if like yeah, you're white and you don't understand like what this is like, but you want to be part of the solution and not the problem, then let's just start calling it like we see it. Exactly. Bringing things into the conversation, even if it's at the Thanksgiving dinner table, even if it's like with somebody you just met, don't let people go around saying stupid shit that they have no right to say.
0: Yeah. You know, I have friends on Facebook who say, yeah, Black Lives Matter, but they're more upset about, about the protest than they've ever been about mm-hmm. a black person dying. Yeah. Friends who literally laughed when I was called a terrorist or Pedro. Jesus. And these are the people who say, oh, I'm not racist. But mm-hmm. the thing is, they, they stand there and they watch racism happen every day. Mm-hmm. And they're more upset about protests and, and riots and things getting destroyed than about people who are... Dying on a, yeah. on a daily basis.
1: I would say if something is making you upset right now, other than the fact that innocent black people are being killed in the street, mm-hmm. then you might just want to look at yourself. I'm not calling you like stupid or a horrible person, but we have to be willing to accept what we don't know. Yeah. I grew up in an all white city completely. If there was like a black person in the neighborhood, everyone knew about it. There's so much I didn't know about race that I had to learn. Yeah. So it's okay to not know. I mean, don't go around interviewing black people on the street and be like a a weirdo. But, you know, just just read. There are so many resources that isn't like CNN or Fox News or this terrible media. And take a look at what police are doing to peaceful protesters. Yeah, this is the world that we live in. And if we don't want to live in this world anymore, then let's be part of the solution and not the problem. Definitely. We are here in solidarity across the world. We hope to continue being ambassadors of this, of our country, in a good way, um, and for t- trying to learn about things that other people go through that that we've never been through. So exactly, yeah. We just hope everyone can do the same. Even if you think you know, you might not know. You right?
0: Know? Yeah, being not racist is no longer good enough. Yeah. You have to be anti-racist at mm-hmm. this point.
1: And what does it mean? You know, I think yeah. it's such a loaded thing. What does being racist mean anymore? Yeah if you're exactly. if you're like in your gut you're mad when you see a target store get looted but in your gut you're not angry when you see a man with a knee on his neck for what 8 minutes who's saying Choking he can't breathe yeah. did not put up a fight like just check check yourself i mean seriously so yeah. of course you can always reach out to us you know we might not be the most popular traveling couple on instagram but if there is an opportunity to share your story or your voice on our podcast or on our channel, um, that's what it's there for. Anyway, let's um, let's get into it. Yeah, let's
0: talk about our our episode today. So today we're gonna talk about life in Copanang. Mm-hmm. So we've been on this island for about two and a half months yep. now. So <laughs> been uh, quite a while. Uh, I think the plan is to stay here for couple more weeks maybe through the end of june maybe a couple weeks into july just trying to figure out when (laughs) when seems like a right time to leave this island which has been great place to to spend our quarantine time and we'll get into
1: our next moves probably in another episode um and that decision but uh for now we're going to talk about our time here and hopefully when all of this craziness blows over this episode will inspire you to want to visit this magical little island.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, things have definitely opened up this month or since last month in in May. So we've, we've got to experience some of the things. Now we can at least go to restaurants, go to co-working spaces, um, drive around more. So things are slowly opening back up. Uh, So we have definitely gotten a better idea of what this island is about. but there are still certain things that that we probably won't get to experience this time around during our time in Copenhagen. but we'll talk about it later
1: and for this episode for the purpose we're basically going to give you an unbiased informational take on this island um, before we hop into our pros and cons
0: yeah so this one is just about what we see in Copenhagen and what it has to offer so with that being said Let's start a breakdown of the island, so just some fun facts, Gabby, how many people live in ko? yeah,
1: there are about ten thousand people who live on the island um some there's a large expat community of people who live here permanently, yeah, from France and from Russia primarily, um but yeah, ten thousand people and then. Of course, if you don't know, Kopenhagen is really well known for its full moon parties that happen here once a month. If you've been through Southeast Asia, you've probably heard of them. But during that time, another probably 10,000 people come (laughs) just for that party. So the island does double in size once a month. But other than that, there's 10,000 people. There's no airport here. So it's quite a tiny island. Yeah.
0: So to get here, you pretty much have to fly into the neighboring island, which is Koh Samui. And then from there, it's, it's what a 30 minute boat ride to get to Copenhagen. So it was pretty easy to get here. Uh, You don't have to take any crazy seaplanes or anything. (laughs) Uh, but with that being said, yeah, I mean, the Island is, it's pretty small. You can get from the North end to the South end of the Island in literally 20 minutes, so, um, pretty small Island. It has a couple different pockets with with different kind of vibes so there's the the southern area which is like more of the busy area since that's where the boats come in so that's kind of like the downtown or you could say the city center (laughs) so that's where like (laughs) the city yeah well i mean just like that the town center yeah Yeah. that's kind of where like the the big grocery stores are the big like home stores and and some some dive shops and a lot of restaurants Mm -hmm. and hostels all those things are out there and then uh it's kind
1: of like the sporty area yeah it's
0: like. kind of like the sporty area that the busiest area also that's where like a lot of the shops are too uh so that's called Tong tongsala so yeah. so that's one area then there's the western region of the island which is a lot of meditation retreats yoga centers uh, a lot of like vegan restaurants a lot mm-hmm. of spiritual places that kind of vibe is on the the western side of the island, also some great places, great beaches to watch the sunset there. The northern part of the island where we stay, Gabby. What's that like?
1: Um, It's pretty chill. I'd say it's, it's relatively quiet, like pretty authentic up here with like there's a lot of just, there are other restaurants that aren't Thai restaurants, but not many. Yeah. Um, a lot of dive shops. I'd say this is kind of where most of the diving shops are yeah so if you um, go
0: scuba diving your boat usually leaves, leaves from, from, from here from the northern yeah. part
1: yeah and then we actually decided to stay here because we made these plans when coronavirus was like hitting the world and we're like maybe we shouldn't be close to people yeah <laughs> um, and honestly we've really enjoyed our time here at this point now that we've been here for two and a half months and things are opening up it would be nice to be down in one of the busier areas, certainly if you're coming here for a week, stay in one of the busier areas. Yeah. Um, but if you're really looking to like permanently set up shop here and you kind of want something quiet and peaceful, this the northern, yeah, the northern has been great. I mean, we're so close to everything. So it's just a scooter right away.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Like I said, everything is about 20 minutes away. So you're never too far from anything. All right. So what are some of the things to do here?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, this is a tropical island in the Gulf of Thailand. Yes. Um, Thailand is known for just having some of the most beautiful beaches, the most beautiful coastline, warm waters in the world. Mm-hmm southeast asia is the most popular place in the world for scuba diving yeah um so if you are interested in learning how to scuba dive abby just got his certification we've gone together now it's really inexpensive it's really easy to do here so of course water activities scuba fishing snorkeling and kite surfing yeah that's huge they're like amazing here. Um, there's of course a huge yoga community here in Phangan. That's not necessarily the vibe in other islands of Thailand, yeah. but like here is a kind of like a hippie alcove if anyone's been here. um so there's a you know, and it's kind of like similar to Bali in that way, a lot yeah. of yoga, spirituality. and then of course, You can't forget Muay Thai, which is the national sport of Thailand. It's everywhere here. So whether you want to, we haven't had the chance because they've been closed, the gyms and the fighting circles. That's where the COVID outbreak started (laughs) in Bangkok. But Muay Thai is great whether you want to learn or whether you just enjoy watching people beat the shit out of each other. It is such a fun sport to both watch and to try.
0: Exactly. And if you're into, you know, other nature stuff like mm-hmm. hiking and and all that stuff, there's there's a lot of greenery and, and rainforest yeah. there. There's literally half of this island is covered in untouched rainforest, So You can yeah, spend days hiking through the rainforest and see all kinds of wildlife.
1: Pretty much the only thing yeah. you can't do here is go skiing. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, too hot for that. Yeah. and yeah, the sun is, is brutal here. Uh, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty much, much ninety degrees every day. Ninety
1: degrees every day. Yeah,
0: I haven't worn a shirt in literally two months. <laughs> I've
1: barely worn makeup or anything here because you just you sweat it off. We pretty much have to change outfits twice a day. Yeah, uh, lots of showers.
0: Yeah, <laughs> another thing to do here is the full moon parties. As we mentioned, mm-hmm. a lot of people come here for the full moon parties. But with, with that being said, this is not like the biggest party hub or party island in, in Thailand. No. Like Phuket and Krabi and even the, the neighboring, the sister island of Koh Samui, that's considered more touristy and, and there's a lot more going on there. And then Copenhagen is considered more for people who are trying to stay here long-term. long term. And so there's a lot of people here who kind of just live on the island or spend right. a decent amount of, of time here.
1: Well, in Thailand, for tourists and backpackers, it is quite popular to island hop. Yeah. Um, so I've been on islands now on both sides of Thailand. And Thai islands are pretty similar. Mm-hmm. Like, they have different vibes. But, um, yeah, so a lot of people make Koh Bananga, like, a stop along their way. And most of the time, it overlaps with the full moon party. Yeah. Uh, they've been shut down since February, so we will not have the chance to go. Um, but if you're around check it out i've heard you really need to be safe (laughs) at those parties like a lot of weird shit happens there but again it's known for that so just you know yeah quidado and come have a good time
0: all right on to the next thing then uh the food scene in copenang do
1: you guys know abby and i are foodies and we make this a big part of (laughs) wherever (laughs) we go we talk about the food scene
0: you have to i mean everyone loves food who's a foodie at this point isn't like everyone a foodie no i mean who doesn't like eating my mom yeah yes
1: and some other people i know that are like if i could just take a pill with all the nutrients and calories i need
0: yeah that's true there's probably i
1: wasn't really a foodie growing up because my parents aren't foodies yeah so i never i didn't have like an avocado till i was (laughs) 19. And I didn't oh like Outback Steakhouse was like a fancy restaurant. <laughs> Not because we were poor, but just because my parents don't give a shit. Yeah, about- they're very picky. Yeah, <laughs> They're really picky eaters.
0: And then you met me.
1: Yeah. My world exploded. <laughs> yeah. But for a while, like my friend used to think it was ghastly because I didn't really see a difference between like trying a new brunch spot and just <laughs> in L.A. and just going to Chipotle. Like they just felt like the same things to me. Oh, wow but but i've imp- but now i'm a huge foodie. Yeah. Times are, have changed.
0: They have. It's good I'm <laughs> glad you're a foodie. All right, so coming to to food um there's a lot of Thai food, a lot of local <laughs> places with cheap cheap Thai food. I mean, we're talking about 50 baht uh, a plate of like pad $2. thai. $1 or to $2. Fried dollars. Rice. So that's like a dollar dollar and a half you can yeah. get a a plate of thai food and you can get some amazing fruit smoothies around here mm-hmm. which is awesome everywhere for... you go fresh fruit yeah, fresh again fruit. the
1: fruit here is next level
0: yeah definitely a it's lot of the
1: nectar of the gods. <laughs> we haven't been doing sugar here um but we've basically like reinvented our sweet tooth and now just fruit is, yeah. is so fruit sweet
0: it is dope so yeah a lot of a lot of thai restaurants um There's a lot, a decent amount of um, international food scene. Mm -hmm. So we have decent amount, yeah, decent amount. I mean, you can get, you know, sushi here, like good sushi. I mean, good for where we are, yeah, yeah. fine. I mean, obviously not the best sushi you'll ever have, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't like bad sushi. Yeah, it was pretty good sushi. Uh, A lot of Italian there's uh, a lot of Italian yeah. restaurants. Uh, I yeah. think that's just mostly because there are a lot of Europeans mm-hmm. on this island and a lot of people from Italy so definitely
1: Yeah, it's authentic. Yeah, there's it's definitely off- yeah. Italians making your food. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I remember
0: like our first or second night here we were at a restaurant and uh it was Italian restaurant so I was like oh I'll get a pizza and then I started eating pizza I'm like this pizza is way too good for like uh, Thailand. So Especially like, because
1: we knew a Thai lady owned the restaurant. Yeah, yeah, and she it was, was running like, around. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So on our way out, we saw in the kitchen that it was actually an Italian dude making the pizza. So that all made sense. So yeah, there's a lot of good Italian food because there's a lot of Italian people and, and they're making the food.
1: And then of course, with the influx of foreign tourists, you know, now you have your acai bowl place. Like yeah. you have your, your places now, yeah. The vegan yeah, you... cafes, and which are like probably t- three times the price uh-huh. as that smoothie or as that plate of pad thai, but you can find that like organic, um, SIE sm- bowl, yeah, tofu places, scramble, and... those yeah. have pop started to pop up, <laughs> yeah. And, and, here. and, and they're, they're so... great, yeah, yeah. No, it's it, they're great. Um, and then there's no fast food chains, here. yeah,
0: if you're into all that shit if you can't live sorry without your for the starbucks. disappointment or your mcdonald's then sorry this is not the place yeah there's there's no fast foods here no kfc mcdonald's no subways no starbucks so it's kind of nice i like the really fact nice. that it's 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 been a break from from big corporations I haven't seen the,
1: the golden arches <laughs> yeah in a few months
0: yeah that's so there's that there's also some street food markets around here, so you can try some good amount of grilled food or food on sticks, and it's a lot of cool street uh, yeah. food. There's also some really nice, fancy places which have, like, cool infinity pools, overlooking stuff. Mm-hmm places you can order food and get some work done and then take a dip in the pool all at the same time and when obby says
1: fancy he means they have great views and they're beautiful you're still really only paying five to six dollars yeah it's fancy (laughs) 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 for
0: appearance wise and service wise it's it's very fancy you can
1: lounge by the pool and get like your iced matcha and fruit plate delivered to you but again you're not this is not like fine (laughs) dining yeah (laughs) but yeah there it's great
0: The places we've gone to here, which are like nice and have like great views by the pool Mm -hmm. and and good service and food, they've cost us like thirty bucks.
1: Two people can ball out for thirty bucks, which leads us to our next point about cost of living.
0: Yeah, so that's definitely a pro for Thailand. I mean, I know like before coming here, people had told us like how cheap it was, but yeah, I mean, it's it's very affordable.
1: Thailand is the cheapest country i've ever been to in my life
0: like even more than like vietnam and mm-hmm. really yeah that's crazy
1: vietnam close second yeah malaysia's more expensive because i've been to malaysia malaysia is definitely Vermont. more expensive yeah. yeah this is there's like no place like thailand in terms which of blows my mind
0: i mean there's great food here it's it's not like you're like sitting in shit mm-hmm. all day it's, it's like you can find good food you can find good, food is everywhere. good places to sit yeah and i mean the island's fucking beautiful Paradise. and the fact that you can do all this and still have such a cheap cost yeah. it's it's wild so yeah we'll discuss like what that,
1: we'll discuss pros in another yeah, but episode. cost
0: of living is, is super cheap. So like an Airbnb, you can get a nice one for like 500 a month. Mm-hmm. The spacious one-bedroom, that's kind of what we have. We have a place that's like newly built. It's, it's very modern. It's in appearance and has like a big living room, bedroom, bathroom, mm-hmm. a swimming pool. and And we're now paying about $440 a yeah. month. So, for two people I for mean, two it's... people so i mean imagine like uh, our individual rents like 220 dollars <laughs> a month so very cheap wow. so it's nice uh there's also even cheaper places if you want mm-hmm. like bungalows and, and studios you can re- literally get a bungalow maybe not as nice but a bungalow right on the beach for about 300 dollars a yeah. month so it's it's very affordable and here cheap, which is
1: nice cheap living here does not necessarily mean like you're in a shock yeah You may have some, you may need to put up some more mosquito nets, but you're, you know, it's, it's nice. Yeah. You can live really cheaply here.
0: And then, uh, yeah, as far as, uh, you know, food goes, as we said, very cheap. We've, we've pretty much eaten most of our lunches and dinners outside during our two and a half months. We don't have that big of a kitchen. So all we Mm -hmm. do is just order food and, and get it delivered and it's still pretty affordable.
1: Yes, it is all right nice that never gets old yeah of course just like anything if you want to go spend a lot of money you can can. but like
0: (laughs) even if you try and spending a lot of money here like on anything yeah in a a day like yeah have all the drinks and food i mean probably 50 bucks is like it's pushing it you can
1: order whatever at some point you're gonna run out of things to order yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's kind of nice all right next category getting around the island
1: Transportation. Yeah,
0: transportation. Life
1: ah. happens on two wheels here.
0: It's just a good idea to rent a scooter here or a motorcycle, whatever mm-hmm. you're into. Uh, I would have preferred a motorcycle, but a scooter is definitely more convenient with with its uh, storage space. Yep. Uh, and to go get groceries and stuff. So yeah, not expensive at all. Uh, you can rent one for a whole month for about sixty to seventy dollars. So pretty affordable, and it's just nice to have because uh if you're leaving the the busy areas in trying to get to the other part of the island you will need a scooter yep yeah all right as far as uh amenities go the island does have good amenities too
1: yep has hospitals few hospitals first western is the one we keep hearing about so um
0: yeah there's like a big hospital there's a big hospital
1: yeah yeah a government hospital um there are gyms here, we just haven't been able to go. There's Muay Thai gyms, there's movement gyms, there's yoga studios, and then there's other gyms.
0: So yeah, I mean, if you're into fitness, there's there's options here you that you go can- Just go run
1: around outside or go swimming in the, po- in the ocean too.
0: Exactly. Food-wise, there are grocery stores here. There's like two big ones. One's mm-hmm. called Tesco. Another one is called, what's it called?
1: Macro. Ma-
0: yeah, macro. Both of them yeah. are kind of in the same area. Macro is more for- Macro is more like a Costco where you can buy shit in bulk. Yeah. Uh, Tesco is more like a, a grocery store where you can buy stuff. So, yeah, definitely a place you can you can pretty much get anything you want, whether you want avocado, broccoli, like things that are not necessarily native to Thailand.
1: And if you can't get what you want, there's Lazada. Yeah. <laughs> so we've talking so. about Rappi, which was the like – delivery Service of and- all things in medellin which was a bit more advanced than lazada but i don't okay that's gonna sound like such a american thing but when you travel you don't realize like how you get so used to, like amazon prime or mm-hmm. or rapid deliveries like in america you're not used to not having something that you need yeah. within a matter of days you're just <laughs> not used to it you yeah. can either get in your car you can order it but when you travel, things are different. Like grocery stores here might not have what you need or like what you a want. a protein shake or something like Yeah, or, or protein like that, bars yeah. or something like that. Just random things. Um, but there's a great site called Lazada and they're a Southeast Asian delivery company. So you can order anything that you want. Not sure if the Nike's on there are real, <laughs> but so far everything that we've ordered comes within a few days. It's great. Yeah. Um, that's been a lifesaver because for example, like we bought some resistance bands for exercise. I don't think there's anywhere on the island we could have found those. Exactly, yeah. So, so I mean,
0: yeah, being on a small island, it's definitely hard to find some of the things we need. So Lazada for the rescue.
1: <laughs> for the win. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then uh, cool thing about this island is if you get island fever, you can leave. Um, yeah. Super close to Koh Tao and Koh Samoy if you want to do a weekend trip you can go back to bangkok like you're not stuck uh there are two other islands within a 30 minute ferry ride so day trips weekend trips or just to gtfo um other things are really close thailand is a super accessible country yeah. you can take 1 hour flights that are like 20 bucks to pretty much any end of thailand exactly. and there's so much to see in thailand north south east west it really is a country meant to be explored The islands are so different from the north, so different from Bangkok. So you really I fully recommend the full picture.
0: That is right. So that's our non-biased view, I guess. Kind of (laughs) biased. uh, Kind of biased. People learned
1: we we don't like to live in really expensive places. Who does, right? Who yeah. What if cost what if low cost was a con? Is all I'm saying. Yeah, right. What if we're like, man screw this place it's so cheap to live here (laughs) what if we were those people (laughs) yeah but we're not so it's a pro
0: we'll do a second episode where we'll kind of give you a view or our opinion of the island from a perspective of a digital nomad and then we'll go in and give our ratings for this island
1: yep and we also um if you haven't checked out our last two episodes with tori landry that was a really great interview series. And we have a lot of really awesome interviews lined up with people. We know that this is a time where many people are considering quitting their jobs, or maybe they've been let go, or they're like, what the hell is happening to the country and the world? And you're starting to think of other options. And we're really going to step it up with how many voices we bring into this podcast. That's right. You'll hear from a lot of great entrepreneurs, people who talk about different components of the digital nomad lifestyle. So. That is true. And if there's ever a topic you want to hear about, just slither into our DMs. We got you.
0: Exactly. So, once again, we are on Instagram as Ear Disrupted. You can also find us on our website, eardisrupted.com, and on Facebook also yeah. as Ear Disrupted. There you go. With that, that's today's show. We'll see you next time. See ya.